Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Man, Pay, I just don't understand, man. What's up with these dang on B-Dirt holidays, bro? B-Dirt, B-Dirt, holla, B-D-H, what do you want to call them, man? B-Dirt <laughs> holidays, man. What, talk to me, man. What's happening, man, with B-Dirt and the holidays, man? Man, I tried to, I tried to, um, I tried to have his back, man. I, I I can't, I can't do it no more. You see, I show up on holidays. I get all my drinking out done with the, when the sun is up. I, I still show up to work. I might be a little inebriated. I might be a little disconnected and discobulated and all that, but, uh. I still show up. Peter just say, you know, he, you know, he puts his out of office email in, you know, fifteen minutes before we go live. What's up with this guy, <laughs> man? I'm, uh, I thought BDA, hey. BDA stood for birthday holidays. Hey man, BDA can holiday. I can I ask y'all a question? Yeah, y'all think he got a problem? I don't know, man. I, I, I can't say <laughs> I can't say whether or not he got a problem or not. But uh, all I know is, you know. Be dirt ain't nowhere to be found. That's you know that's all I know. I, I mean, well, I mean, he, he in, in, in the fairness to be dirt, he said he wasn't coming true. ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. like three, <laughs> minutes, like three minutes, three minutes ago. Yeah. Let me go change the Twitter password. I don't want him uh, uh, sending out inappropriate tweets while he's under the uh, under his you know vacation act. As Tate, he called, Tate, he's about to get barred. <laughs> about the barring, we about to bar B dirt from the like, show. Like, like you used to bar the police. Are you a bar the police? My mom still laughing at that man. Yeah, he need, he got to pay restitution to get back on, bro. That brother <laughs> can't see no part 
of the Fans First Sport Network podcast ever again. You got to pass the test, bro. What's the right. password to get in? What's the password, beat well, You really can't, can't, can't say it on the podcast, but speaking of podcast, man, y'all ready to get to it? Yeah, let's do this, Tate. Let's go. Fellas, what's cracking, Tay? Before we get started today, man, I just want to—I want to acknowledge somebody, man. That's the greatness in the building here tonight. That is two of the best athletes that we've ever seen, all time. Yeah, Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown, passed away yesterday. I'm not a fan of too many Cleveland Browns, but I've always been a fan of Jim Brown. My grandfather—I I never saw him play. Yeah. I've seen highlights. My grandfather used to always talk so highly of him all yeah. the time. I mean, Jim Brown was, like I told you guys, Jim Brown was born in 36. Yeah. My grandfather was born in 1912. And so, I mean, Jim Brown was a young player. My grandfather was a, a grown, grown, grown man. Right, right. And that's still, he says to this day, that's the best, not to this day, because he's been gone for 20 years. Right. But to the day he died, he said Jim Brown was the best football player he ever saw play. Right, right. Hey, Go ahead, man. what you think about him? Well, I, I had the, the honor in 1995. I was working for Foot Locker Incorporated here in Ohio, man. And uh, I was sitting in the front of the store. And, you know, it was one of those days where it really wasn't going fast, but it really wasn't going slow. And uh, who walks through my door but the great Jim Brown. And, you know, I didn't have – I had enough help there, you know, to be able to – let other people help other folks. And I, I was able to just solely focus on Jim Brown getting a pair of tennis shoes. And I'll never forget, man, he he wanted a pair of air trainers. And I, I couldn't understand why he wanted some air trainers. You know, I thought he would want maybe a pair of Adidas or maybe even a pair of Converse or something like that. And he said he wanted a pair of air trainers because he had more respect for Bo Jackson than any other player that had been playing for a long time. And he said he wanted to get a pair of shoes for not just for him, but for his grandson as well, man, to support Bo Jackson. So I was able to talk to him just, you know, and I didn't bombard him like I was starstruck. It was just, you know, one man talking to another man. And Jim Brown walked out of the store. And as he walked out, he said, continue to be a good man. And I, I, I mean, that impacts me for the rest of my life, man, because first of all, to have the opportunity to meet the great Jim Brown. But to see how humanistic he actually was, you know, and and he didn't care about all the lackluster and because, you know, people were looking around and, you know, back then there wasn't cell phones where people could just snap a camera picture and all whatever else. That didn't jump off. But how humble he was as a human being and this, you know, he didn't expect no discount, no special treatment. All he wanted to do was just come in and support Bo, get a pair of Nikes and mingle with the people. And he left out just like he came in. So, you know, that was my my Jim Brown story. I was fortunate enough to meet him. But I think he was a great – he wasn't just a great football player. He was a great human being. People can say what they want about him. But to me, Jim Brown was a great man. He was doing stuff for African Americans when it wasn't popular. 
and he wasn't making a whole lot of money. And he was trying to help the community, man. So rest in peace, Mr. Jim Brown. See you when I get on the other side, man. I I agree, Big G. You got you got anything to say, young fella? You might be a little bit young to hear Jim Brown stories. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to one of the greatest of all time, one of the uh um frontline guys during the civil war, civil um civil rights, rights civil rights. Um movement back in the 60s uh, yeah it's you know we lost the nfl lost one of his pioneering greats today but you know he uh he had a full life you know had some bumps here and there but you know no one's perfect yeah. uh it should definitely be missed yeah for sure for sure he will be missed him and bill russell all going in saying and franco harris yeah all the same time i, I tell you since Big G name dropping, meeting Jim Brown. That's, that's, a, that's an awesome story, Big G. It's an awesome yeah. experience. Yeah. But I'm going to tell mine now before we get started. Yeah. I didn't meet Jim Brown. Yeah. More pertinent to what we do here, Steeler Nation, I met Franco Harris. Yeah. Yeah. It was in 2009 at the first Obama inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. Crowds and crowds and crowds and seas and seas of people. And we, we, we there, you know how they had those, you had to like those security rails to keep people in line and not jumping over, crossing over and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm standing on, on one side of one of those and the crowd of people are going to tap on my back. I turn around. This Franco Harris tapped me on my back, asked me to help him get up over the, the rail. Franco yeah. was breaking the law. Yeah. He <laughs> All right, there. Franco. But yeah. yeah, so that, like I said, I was on nine. That wasn't the smartphone days yet, at least. We didn't have any. We had the flip phone. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Tommy was there. Yeah. With us. We was all together. Had Uncle Tommy take a picture on his phone. After we got back from inauguration, got back to my house at the end of the day, he didn't have the picture. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so all, all I got is the memory. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think it's awesome to meet to meet Jim Brown, man. But yeah, you know, being a Steeler fan, Frank Franco's that dude too. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt, man. But yeah, man. Well, let's let's get started into what we're gonna talk talk about today. We're gonna keep it moving. We don't got long-winded B dirt here, so we should move pretty quickly, fellas. <laughs> hey man, you was you were sending in the, in our chat earlier, man, about about the uh updated odds for the for the AFC North, the uh the Vegas, the Vegas odds. Yeah, um, you know, a week after the schedules was put out i noticed that you know vegas you know um caesars mgm draft DraftKings, and all the rest of them they got their futures up you know who's going to win the division and you know all those all those fun um ways to blow, blow blow your christmas money and it was um very very interesting to me so they all they all read the same in order um, Bengals won, had, had the best odds to win. Ravens, second best. Browns, third. And Steelers, well, well behind in fourth. Uh, 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 uh. The one that got me the most was uh, MGM, plus 650 uh. for the Steelers to uh, win the division. Plus 650. Now, I mean. Plus 650, not minus plus, 650? Plus 650. Plus oh, my 650. God. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't have them. I don't have the Steelers winning the division, but you know, you can't turn away that type of bet. 
Those odds are great. Yeah. Put like you five dollars on it. <laughs> no, if, if I'm if, if I'm gonna bet that, I'm probably gonna put like a a hundred on it, maybe two hundred. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those odds are great, and I think the odds is like. So if they don't finish last, you win, or is it the, with the over under? No, that that was just straight up division winner. If uh, you know, just you barely you bet you basically just get a couple of dollars back if the Bengals win. You put your money down with them, but right, right, right. right, right I understand right. the favorite. But uh, but with uh, like I said, that Steelers, that Steelers money, they mess around, <laughs> they mess around, and do some do some big stuff that you you know, like, you know, you all as we did last, as we did last week, we had them what you had them at uh, eleven wins and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they mess around and get those eleven wins and get some lucky breaks here and there. <sighs> well, I think I think the last the last over under I saw for wins on the season was eight and a half. Well, I probably. I probably do try and take a piece of that, man. Eight and a half. I'm going all day and night because they're gonna get more. I mean, the, the issue is, and people could say what they want, but Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. I mean, I, I don't I don't care how much people talk about and say, well, Tomlin's this and Tomlin's that, and he hasn't had a playoff win since then and there. The bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't have losing seasons. And I think where, when do we stop? Go ahead, Tate. That's, no, that's not good enough, Big G. Because us Steeler fans, not speaking for myself, right here, are spoiled though. Like I, it's not it's not good enough just to be consistently good every year. Like there's some team outside the the evil empire Patriots that wins the Super Bowl every year. It correct. doesn't happen. Correct. But what other team can hang their hat on the fact that we don't settle for losing? We've had years over the last several years where we didn't have the same talent as what was going on throughout the league. You know, our, our quarterback definitely, Mr. Roblesberger, had got long in the tooth. You know, but the fact of the matter is that we don't settle just to lose, just to because some teams take take pay, y'all know. Some teams, man, when it happens, they get to tanking and throwing games because they want that higher draft pick. And Tom was not having it, bro. Oh, we know. come to show up and win every week, whether we win, whether it's hard or whatever. He's not having it, man. He's not that's having the, it. That's the Steeler way. You got to come to compete. That's right. That's right. You got to so come I, to compete. So I, so but I, hey. I you know, I, people can say whatever. Coach Talbot, we love you, man. So what yeah, we're saying I'm, is, there's Steeler fans, take a couple of dollars, go hit that over under. You said it was eight and a half. Go ahead, hit that. Yeah. Go ahead yeah, and go and have a couple of more dollars. Go dig in, dig in your couch. Find a fair change. A dollar here, here fifty cent there. Yeah. <laughs> and make that money, bro. Make that money. Okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, pay. Why don't you? Why, why don't you shout shout out the folks in the live chat, man? That, that you you know. Thank thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah, for sure. Everybody. Love, thanks thanks for showing up every week. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the all the people that show up to us on the live with on YouTube coming in every Friday at 8, 8 p.m. sharp. Uh, we got Afton as usual. Claude Bishop, love you, Carrie. BTC even checking in. We yeah, love for it. sure. Yeah, for we sure. For sure. Ron Tim, Schultz, what's cracking like Ron? Yeah. Tim Lyons never miss a show. Yeah, yeah. Dedicated. We Carrie. love sure. We gotta come up. We gotta come up with a name for our loyal, loyal listeners. We call they they the homies too. <laughs> they the homies too. Man. They all homies, man. So we we like the fact that you know that folks follow us, man. That's for sure, Tate and Pay for sure. 
And I know B Dirt love it too. So, you know, <laughs> even though I'm speaking out of turn for him, I know my man B Dirt is loving it too, man. So we yeah. thank we thank you and appreciate man. it for watching us. Man on the ground snoring right now, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Absolutely. But check it out, man. What I uh want to talk about, and Big G, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the task of, of explaining what we mean by this because we've been kind of saying this all off season long since since the off season started. Yeah. The title of the show is "Getting It Out the Mud." What tell t- tell the folks what "Getting It Out the Mud" mean, Big G? Getting it out of mud is means it's time to grind, man. That's it's, it's time to get it in. You know, it's time to put in the work, push the envelope, do what we need to do to put ourselves in a position to win. But it starts from the baseline and out the mud, which a lot of times for me and Tate Talk starts with that offensive defensive line. So we grinding in the offensive line. There you we go. Grinding in the defensive line, and we trying to push it in to push that envelope to get a playoff win and maybe a couple playoff wins this year, along with a divisional win. So let's get it up out the mud, man. That's what there we there do you go. Get, get, get it out the mud, just getting down and dirty with it. That's and right. the, the Steelers, as we've been saying for quite a quite a while now, probably three months, yeah. Steelers are building a bully. Yes, everything sure. they everything they've done points to bully. Points to physical, points to tough, points to we go outwork you, points to all those different things. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? With the acquisition, all the defensive linemen, the offensive linemen, the draft picks. I mean, Joey Porter is a corner. Darnell Watches a tight end. Uh Benton. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Keanu Benton. Yeah. Uh Broderick yeah. Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh Nick, Nick, Nick Herbig. Yeah. His brother on the O line, he yeah. he be backing up TJ. You know what I mean? Even the even the corner from Purdue, six three two ten. Bring it at me, bro. You ain't going nowhere. We gonna be Corey tapping Price. out on the head, bro. Let's get it in. Corey He's talking Price. about you too small. Mouse in the house. Let's do what we do. So some 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 moves made by the Steelers this week. Um, I'm gonna ask Pay this one. Pay, what you think about the Steelers bringing back Mason Rudolph? I'm like everybody else when I when they uh when they resigned Mason. I thought Mitchie was up up out of there. <laughs> I thought he was about to be finding his fourth QB room to downgrade. Um, that uh that shocked me that they uh for one, well them resigning one of them yeah. wasn't a shock. Them resigning them re- bringing back Mitchell after they resigned Matt Mason, who had been sitting on the you know who had been sitting out there without a contract for. What two months now? Yeah, just about. So at that point, you know, figured he wanted to go, you know, test his, you know, um, sow his royal oats in a football sense. Yeah, just you know, see see what he can get. Um, but hey, they end up locking him, bringing the whole QB room back. The gang's all back now. Canada, yeah. Mason, Mitch, Deontay, yeah. Najee, Kenny. Let's get it. Yeah. Hey, so th- this the thing is, and. I- I think it was a smart move by the general managers or the, or the general managers and the ownership of the Steelers, right? It's hard to get a backup quarterback in the NFL, right? And both of the backup quarterbacks for the Steelers are serviceable. And you guys know as well as I do, every year in the preseason, somebody gets hurt that is not supposed to get hurt. It happens every dang on year, right? So if you sign both of your guys, now you got them under contract, Depth-wise, three-man, all of them are serviceable either as a backup or a short-term starter. Somebody might come calling to give up some a draft capital that puts us in position 
to maybe move one of them. So I, I like the move. And and they, it wasn't like they got huge contracts. You know, it, it was serviceable money that they, they're going to do what they need to do. But y'all know every year somebody gets cracked. It, it never fails. I can't think of a year where a starter didn't get cracked sometime in the preseason or the first one or two games, you know? So that, that's what that was my thinking about why they did it. I said know? that same thing during, you know, almost a year ago during our training camp, uh, one of our training camp episodes, when the whole QB room was lighting it up during preseason. Mitch, yeah. Mitch go out there, he's looking like, you know, uh, uh, he's looking like somebody I've never seen before. Yeah, Penny Pickett come in. He's lighting it up. Even Mason was coming in there. He was doing his thing. I'm like, hey, you got to trade one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, get get him, get him. Why that ceiling is you know is as high as it is that right then and there because that value is going to drop as very fast as soon as the season started. And it definitely did. Right, <laughs> right. But they're still serviceable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, what what are they going to do in 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 New York if God forbid Rodgers gets cracked. Oh, they are. Well, what they gonna no, do? He's not there no more. I mean, right? They don't have a backup. They're trash. Yeah. They don't have a backup quarterback. They got they got Justin Wilson, right? Zach Wilson. Yeah, man, Zach. Yeah, listen, Zach Wilson. Tate, you gonna have me do it early? Is 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 Zach Wilson is, trash, man? Is, is, on, is man. Mason Rudolph better than Zach Wilson? Yes, yes, Mason Rudolph is better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is trash. Listen, Zach Wilson is on the same genre, same line as what's my man that got drafted out of UCLA by Arizona early in the draft. Oh, oh, and even oh, the league no oh, more. Boy. Yeah, he is. Zach Wilson trash. What's, 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 Josh who, Rosen. Josh Rosen, yeah. Yeah, he's on that, he's on that Josh Rosen type, trash oh, type, oh. might not be in the league type, need to be in the USFL, the XFL. Whatever other league, the Canadian Football League, but he ain't gonna be playing too much longer in the NFL. Mitch was almost there himself. If they didn't extend his contract uh, the other day, Mitch was probably going about to be doing some tryouts for the USFL as themselves. So I mean, let's let's not let's not but say you keep, you, you keep talking about Mitch, man. But they they just extended Mitch for for two more years after this last year of his contract. Correct for, for for all three years, nineteen point four million. So yeah. that breaks down to about six point five million a year. Correct for for a nice quality backup, which I think Mitch can be. Um, was he a quality backup last year? He came in one except for the Baltimore game. That was yeah. quality. Except for the our offense, our offense was not as good last year. We had some line problems after the bye. He played. He played against. Started against Carolina and got out of there. He came in and finished the game against Tampa Bay. Yes. The, the only game he came in against Baltimore and threw them three interceptions when Kenny got concussed. I mean, but I'm, I'm pleased with Mitch. I don't want him starting, but if he got to come in and get us out of the stadium and get a get pick up a get a W or play for two weeks, I feel confident in his ability to do that. Me too. Tate, I, we on the same page with that. Because in the NFL, you're only as good as your backups. Period. Go look at the second player behind all these quarterbacks in the NFL. Matter of fact, let me ask you a question. Who's Pat Mahomes' backup? They just signed. Crickets. <laughs> Who, who's Justin Herbert's backup? Another guy. <laughs> hey, but, but, but char Charger fans know like we know. So, I mean, you can't you – can't, they probably they, they might know Mr. Bisky though. 
Yeah, for sure they do. Listen, they it's the devil, you know. They just re, they just gave Mitch some more money. Like, look, man, it ain't nothing but garbage out there anyway. We'll take the garbage we know of. Let's, let's stay, just stay home. Do that thing you do on Tuesdays where you uh, hit play on the projector, so the real starter quarterback can watch his watch his film. <laughs> keep doing that. You do that well. Let's keep it moving. Hey, Mitch, 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 he Mitch, 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 you, man. Yeah, he hard on four, man. four years in Chicago, you just man. Listen, is I, it if if he if he if he was a second round pick, would you feel the same, or is it because because the Bears' foolish management traded up from three to two to take him? Exactly. exactly. Those guys, those guys are no longer in uh, <laughs> um, decision making. Well, uh, not true anymore. Those guys, most of those guys, are no longer making any decisions anymore for any NFL uh, NFL teams. That's good. That's their that's their punishment for doing what they did to get Mitch. Mitch. Don't step foot on the field. No, he's serviceable. He's man. You're being too hard. Yeah. But I tell you what, Big G, if somebody needed a quarterback and they was willing to give like a fourth rounder for Mitch, I, I would be comfortable with Mason being the backup too. Adios, muchachos, Mitch. Catch you on the first <laughs> thing smoking. But however, right now, he's serviceable for a backup. And I, I'm telling you that Omar Khan, Omar Khan, Omar Khan be playing chess, bro. Omar Khan's playing chess. He ain't out there playing checkers. That. He understands and knows to have quality backup at the quarterback position is, is a good thing. And like I said, I can run them down. Josh Allen backup. You don't have a freaking clue. I mean, and I understand. Josh Allen friends. backup is the kid that played at USC. Who is that? I forgot his name. But he played at USC. You okay. know him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that, that's this what I'm getting at. Well, I'm not saying the Browns. Okay. The Browns backup is uh D DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, but they got Jackson another quarterback. Dart? You talking about him? They, who? they got Jackson Dart. No, who you talking about, Pay? Yeah, he played at USC. Nah, man, it's a dude that was real. They is real high on him at USC. Right. I mean, I like I said, I like I like the fact of that we have a solid. I like professionals as football players. Let's only say that too, as far as NFL players are concerned. Give me a guy that's professional. It's going to come to practice. It's going to do the work. It's not going to stand on the sideline and whine and cry like a baby because he's not getting it in. He's going to be supportive for the starting quarterback. He's going to help the organization and the franchise, and he's solid in his character. I, that's what a backup is. That's what they're supposed to be. So not only do we have one, we have two. Now, I'm not saying that they're, that they're great. I'm saying that they're serviceable. And like I said, and I'm not going to change the narrative, every year somebody get cracked. And when somebody get cracked, somebody's going to call Pittsburgh. Can I get one of them guys? Can I get Mason? Can I get Trubisky? Believe I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, that's that's how it works, man. Which, again, Omar Khan, you're playing chess, bro. I love your chess game. You're solid, dog. You're trying to beat him in nine moves. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, Omar Khan. You know what's, what time it is, man. Get your pieces. Get the mud in. And let's do what we do with Pittsburgh Steeler Nation, man. Tate, you agree? I definitely agree with you. I'm trying to find this. Pay, pay looking all Matt, like, man. I don't Matt, know. Matt, Matt Barkley was the Bills backup. Oh, oh, my God. So Mason Rudolph and Mr. Trubisky is better than Matt Barkley. They're both of them better than Barkley. Barkley trash. Come I on, think man. I'd be inclined to agree with you. A better, better, better whole quarterback room may be San Francisco. What makes them better? Three, three quarterbacks. Yeah, but they, they got – they got a rookie, too, a rookie and a dude that never proved himself. That's true. 
Yeah, I know. So, 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 Steelers got the best three three man quarterback room in the league in the whole NFL. It ain't even close. It, it ain't even close. Is that is, the, is that is that hyperbole pay from Big G? I mean, you can't even name some of the backups. I don't. I, you know your backups because they were just in the news this week. I don't. No. I don't want to. I think that's a bridge too far. No, <laughs> just saying it just like that. I mean, you got your burner in early. I appreciate that. Um, I hey, don't know about I'm a foot. I'm a Steeler fan, but I'm a football no, we, fan. We can I tell. know football. We can tell. Tate, Tate, you know how he knows how he knows, and you know because we all. I don't know. Does Pay got one of them things we call it the fantasy league championship trophy? Does he, yeah, got, he a got one? He got one. He okay, got one. so we got three champions here. So all three of us understand and know what it is like to get to pick players, right? So I'm not saying I'm taking Mitch Trubisky. Or freaking Mason Rudolph in fantasy football. I'm just saying that I that I, that we do in depth studying of analytics and all the other stuff that goes along with football. And by far, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback room ain't even close. That they are number one three man depth in the league. It's not even close. It's not even close. Listen, listen. Whether or not he's 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 a good number two, whatever. I'm just saying. You, you, I'm just saying. The value you're putting on having him having him there is a bit much. I don't think he offers as much as you're as you putting out. He's a warm body. Okay, okay. What what? I, I, come come holler at me if he has to play a game or two and start and win a game no. or two. Whoa. Come holler at me. Come holler <laughs> no. at me then. Come holler at me then. I've because seen that, that. That's exactly what's gonna happen. I've seen that show. Okay, <laughs> I've seen it. Fast well, that's enough of our time on Mitch and Mason. Let's uh keep it moving. I got a couple more, couple more pieces of news and Steelers. Big G, what do you think about him releasing a Keller Witherspoon? It's because my man. It's because what they brought in the room. You got Patrick Peterson, my man from Purdue, and JP. Dog, adios, muchachos, bro. So why they keep? <laughs> Why they keep Levi Wallace over a killer Witherspoon? They got the same exact contract. Because Levi Wallace is willing to play on special teams, number one. And number two, he's a good cover corner. He's better than Witherspoon at corner. So so you don't want a guy, you don't want players that's disgruntled because I brought new guys in, right? And I got guys I brought in that are actually better than you. You know, you don't want that type bad camaraderie on a team. You know, and I, I don't think Witherspoon is a is a is a team player guy. He's cool when he's one of the ones that's gonna get out there and play and get to yap and run his mouth. But the issue is if you're if you're not willing to be on special teams, because that's exactly where you're gonna be sitting next year, you gotta go. Yeah, you, you gotta play special teams if you're the fourth and fifth corner. Yeah. But uh I, I like the Keller Witherspoon when they first made the trade. He's big, he's physical, a lot of upside, played at Colorado. I liked his tape then. But uh, he always stayed hurt. And I think in those games, he played four games. Like those games, he looked really bad against the yep. Eagles. AJ, oh AJ, AJ Brown took his lunch. Oh, my God. Killed him. And against Three. Buffalo. Killed. He, he was hurt those games. But he, but he got killed, though. He got his lunch handed to him. Yeah, he know? did. So, so I mean, like, like the, the, you know, we're in that time of year and that time of season where, you know, the rookie mini camps is going on and, they paying attention to what's going on. And, and, and Pittsburgh got two, three rookies, man. The two definitely got drafted. But right, I think man. there's another kid that's probably going to pay, too. 
Hey, man, you can come back to that thought. But something wrong with Claude, man. What did he say? He said he agreed with everything Pace said over the last five minutes. Oh, my God. Claude, come on, man. Come on, Claude. Come on, Claude. Come on, Claude. I mean, I, I like Claude. Claude's a loyal listener and watching her, but, man, come on. Man. Come you can't on. be out here agreeing with Pay Claude. He always hating on your Steelers, man. I mean, he has no – Pay has no filter when it comes to Pittsburgh. So, come on, it's man. It's not hate. It's not hate. Someone has to level the extreme positivity. I'm going to just say that instead of calling it bias. The extreme positivity <laughs> that you so, all have. So, so Pay, Pay, you telling me to call bias on myself? I said I'm not calling it. I call bias on me. I ain't got no problem. I call bias, but but it's a good bias. This is last I checked the fans' first sports network, Steel Curtain Network, Pittsburgh Steeler Network. So I'm gonna talk it up. So there you go. I, I there you go, Big G. Saying. I understand what go you're on, saying. Go on, go on, go on, go on. on your bear show with Joey, Joey the sports guy, pay, and y'all talk about what you love. That's right. That's right. So I, I'm not mad at it. Keep keep it coming. I'm not mad. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just offering a little bit of subject subjectiveness. You you are you are, but it's 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 hate behind that. But hey, so we're gonna move on and go to break real quick. Other three other three signings the Steelers had this week. They brought in from the XFL XFL, Hakeem Butler. Loving it. We kind of touched on him. We knew he was coming. He couldn't sign his contract till the XFL season was over. Right. And uh, Luke, Luke Burko, Burku, yep. yep, cornerback from the XFL that played at uh San Diego State in college, yeah, played a little bit of time up here in the league with uh Jacksonville, yeah, 6'1, 180, nice rangy corner, nice size, long link, got the length, yeah. Uh, what do you think about Keen Butler though, Big G? Man, come on, though, 6'5, 230 slot receiver, runs a 4'4, and can show he can catch the ball. As a professional athlete. So I'm not saying he's going to come in and start because I know our three-man rotation is Johnson, Robinson, Pickens. And with, 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 with Calvin, with Austin, the third, coming in and doing his thing. But I believe this kid is going to make the roster. Not only do I think he's going to make the roster, I think eventually he might make a play for us that's going to be pivotal. Because you can't – one thing you can't teach in the NFL is size and catch radius. He's 6'5", 230, and runs a 4'3". three. I mean, what are you going to do? You We're down inside the 20. You got him, was, Darnell Washington, Pickens all on the field. What you going to do? It's going to be a problem. The problems. Problems. Freakish I was, athletes. I was high on um. I was high on him coming out of Iowa State, man. Yes. Yes. I really was. I mean, I know he played in the Big 12, and he had, but he had, he had a, a good – Last two seasons at Iowa State, better senior year, but good last two seasons, and just that size, that size speed ratio, man. You gotta, um, man, you gotta, you gotta want that, right? Right. So, so let me ask you this, Big G. So you said it. We got Pickens, Johnson, yep. Robinson, yeah, Calvin Austin the third, yeah. If we keep six receivers, yeah, like we typically do, yeah. I'm on that. I'm on. I'm on name. You pick two out the ones I'm about to name. You got, you got, who we just talking about? Hakeem. I forgot his name already. Dang, Tate. What's the, what the heck? <laughs> well, you right. tell me. Yeah. Come on, man. We we know the guy from the XXL, XFL. Hakeem Butler. I'm going to say yep. Baker. And then go Butler. You got Butler. Yep. You got Miles Boykin. Yep. You got uh, 
Anthony Miller. Yep. And you got Gunnar Olszewski. Yep. Keep two. Who you got? So I want the kid from the XFL if he shows consistently through the camp. Butler. Yep. And then it's between Gunner and Boykin. Gunner seems like he might be in punt return position, not kickoff return, but punt return position for us. So if he's able to do that, well, I think I think I, I think they might be hoping Calvin Austin can take that job from him. Okay, so that Calvin Austin takes that job, Boykin will play special that's, teams. That's hard, but to go with that's hard to pick too. Yeah. But to, to to go with the theme of the offseason, yeah. I don't see how you can't keep Boykin and take Butler. I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I go Boykin I mean, and I Butler. Think, that's it. You know, I think Robinson plays a slot. Austin yep. plays a slot. So you got yep. slot receivers. Yep. Then you got you got Boykin. I think will make a team just off the fact that he's an excellent gunner. Yes. On special teams. Yep. And he's also 6'4", 240, big body receiver. Yep. You know they put him in a lot, you know a lot of them QB sneaks last year and stuff like that. But yeah, and then the last person we picked up the offensive tackle Dylan Cook off the Tampa Bay Bucks practice squad. Yeah, he's a practice or, squad player. He was a practice squad player for Tampa Bay last year. Yeah, he'll be there for us. He comes in from Montana State. He used to play quarterback. I never seen a quarterback move the offensive line. I <laughs> guess I, I guess Jamarcus Russell could have did it. Yeah, he. I, listen, Big boy could have did it. I know from my college experience, bro, what was going on is when they told that boy, hey, man, you better lay off them, all them pizzas and all that training day food. You better go over and get them lettuce leaves and the salad and all whatever else. He refused. He stayed with the pizzas and the hamburgers, man. So that boy went from like 265, 270 to 305 real fast. <laughs> right. I've, seen it, I've seen it done before, man. I've seen it done before. That's what – uh. Claus says, then the receivers he keeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, pay, you agree with me about the in-shape stuff, man? 30 pounds is easy to keep, catch up in, in college, man, to go from 265, 275 to 305 real fast. Let me tell you, those meal plans, man, they, uh, you can, you enjoy yourself while you're down there. I mean, you see, uh, some people, that's why some kids don't even want to leave school because of those meal plans <laughs> and all the fun. Stenson Bennett, holler at me. Yeah, yeah. Eating right. good every day. Every day eating good. Every day. Well, hey, real real quick, y'all. We about to take this take this quick break and pay some bills. If you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. We'll be back. If you listen to audio, we're about to slip in a couple ads. Check them out, and we'll be back on the other side to, to wrap up everything. So we'll be back in 10. And we're back on the homie podcast on the Steel Curtain Network under the Fan First Sports Network. I'm here with the homies Pay and Big G. Fellas, we're about to get into the, the second half or second, I guess, final final 20 minutes of the show anyway. We're going to let Pay do some do some talking. Got some stuff, Pay, about uh, Baltimore, man. You got you got the you you got the the uh, notes in the chats about Baltimore. What we was gonna talk about? I can run it by you real quick. So what happened this week? The uh, well, the big talk of the town out of Baltimore was just Lamar Jackson. You know they had the voluntary workouts, and a lot of people kind of whiffed 
about why he why he chose to be absent. Um, you know, I've got some opinions about it. What you all think? He, he don't need to be there. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. He don't need to be there. It ain't time for him to be there yet. It's yeah. not mandatory. Yeah, it's not mandatory. It's not we have a thing in this country where we you know we just let let the job just overtake our own personal life, man. It's look. I'm sure you got the playbook. Yep. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the guys. You know, he's had conversations with Monken. He, I'm, he, you know, he's been tossing the ball around to OJ. OBJ and the rest of the guys. He, I'm, you know, he's been in. He's got out there with Zay. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of time for them to, you know, all get up to speed. Yeah. And you know, he'll, he'll be ready. Yeah, for sure. I think, man, don't you think it's a, it's a bad look. He sat out all this time. Probably could have played the end of last year in the playoffs. Took him to the playoffs. Well, they was in the playoffs. Played in the playoffs. If he had got a contract, so we were sitting out really complaining about the contract. I mean, because if he was – nobody's ever 100% during – once the NFL season starts. So if he had got his contract, he would have played. Yeah. He wasn't playing because he didn't have a contract. So we went through all that. And then, you know, he finally got his contract. And then the first week got to get his richest contract in NFL history – he don't come to voluntary mini camp. Well, we we let Aaron Rodgers have it because of that. He didn't work out with his new receivers last year. He had rookie receivers. He didn't work out with them. Lamar Jackson got a whole new offensive coordinator, about two new receivers. Zay 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 Flowers. Yeah, Zay Flowers it. and yeah. uh, o, OBJ is there. Shout out to Zay Flowers. I don't know if y'all saw the saw the little the little short video. He bought his dad a new car. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think Lamar should have been there just, just in good faith. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? I ain't saying he's wrong. It is voluntary. Yeah. I just, I just would have showed up. That's that. That's what you want from your leader. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, he's, I mean everybody. Yeah, he could have benefited from being there. Everybody could have benefited from him being there. You're no disagreement there. But like I said, they paid him a small fortune. Does that mean that they have control over him now? Yeah. No. You know. It's still voluntary. He, if he wanted to show up, he'd have been there. He That's don't. right. Yes, he's enjoying his off season. Yeah, and and you know what? Who's to say what's going on behind the scenes? Because I'm quite sure he got a mega mansion somewhere in Florida. And I, knowing, knowing, knowing how these pro quarterbacks operate, they probably flew all the receivers to one location. They probably got their workout here. Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, OBJ, Mark Andrews. He's treating them like kings. And he's probably got access to stuff better than the actual Ravens facilities because all quarterbacks do that. They huddle up with the guys that they want to huddle up with to get the work in before it's time to do that thing at mini camps and all whatever else. I agree with you. I agree with you. And he said he was he was doing his own workout with his own people and stuff like that. Like 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 I said, like pay agree. I just think it would have been benefit. Some benefit to for the team, yeah. but the, the, the little, little little bit of other news on Baltimore, man. The Lamar Jackson thing. Um, hey, they 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 David Ojabo says he's hundred percent healthy. The 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 pick they stole, an injured guy they got from uh, Michigan. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the twenty twenty two draft, stole, stole a pick, stole a pick. Well, he, he he was first round talent, but he failed to like the fifties because he was injured. Correct, correct. He hurt himself at his pro dad thing last yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. towards ACL. And uh, all right, Payton, there was rumors that Kareem Hunt might be going to Baltimore. 
Ooh. I know. I said the Ooh. same thing, man. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. Baltimore a coming for real, man. That hurts a little bit, man. That's that do hurt that. a little bit. That's Let's turn those rumors into facts. That'll be that'll be the it'll be a crowded running back room. Don't get me wrong, but it'll oh, be the most talented running back room by far in the entire league. They'll have you know that's saying a lot, Pay. That's saying a whole lot. And I meant it that way too. It is. Ooh. It is a lot. They have spicy, they, spicy. They run it. They. You all saw. But include if you include Lamar, which I really don't want to. Okay. They had the number two running game in the league last year. Okay. If you add Kareem Hunt, who don't really have to come off the field, but he, you know, he will because they've got they've got all this type of um, uh, talent uh, from the back. A healthy J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Healthy J.K. Who who know who, who looks who looks like prime. Ray Rice out there on the field, of course. Yeah. Um, he gained like 15 pounds. That's good for that's good yeah, for moving that, moving yeah, he's, that he's like he's like 225, man. And they yeah. say he's faster. Yes, that's a perfect, that's perfect way for running back. Perfect yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, you know, we can dream. We can dream until it happens, though. You know, good room. Hey, before before I move on to the next team, we're gonna um jump. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all what the, the Browns got going on. But uh, hey, shout out to Afton, man. Afton, I bet you guys don't know this because she on the ground out there in in Dorothy and Toto Land out there in Kansas. Yeah, she um sent me sent me a thing where a teacher in Topeka, Kansas, was surprised by a by a former a former Steeler player came to the school during a pep rally or something going on. She was a surpriser. She must be a really big Steeler fan. But yeah, Afton sent me the video that was real cool. Big G, yeah, what's happening? You know the Steelers, who the Steeler was? They came. Have no clue. What? Well, listen, Kansas. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Kansas, Kansas no, State. By, by Kansas, not in Kansas. Oh, no, I have no clue then. Prime, prime school. Florida State, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Colorado Steeler. Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. There yeah, you Cordell go. Stewart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, old Slash came in the building, man. Yeah, they was yeah. hyped in there, man. The young, the young people at school, like they knew who Slash was, man. Slash ain't played in twenty years. <laughs> Former Bear quarterback. Hey, hey man, people. Former Bear whatever. quarterback. Yeah. People could say whatever. Slash was way we, ahead of his time, man. Slash was. Yeah. Uh, if Slash came now, Slash would get the bag. Number one overall pick. Ooh. Six. You six, might be right. 6'3", 225, 445, zone read and got a cannon for an arm. Look what they just did with Anthony Richardson. He was yeah. 10 times better than Anthony Richardson. Yeah, Slash came now, problems. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I'm just I'm, 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 I'm just, just so used to your extreme takes, man. I got I to gotta pump pump my brakes before I just jump on board with you. That's all right. But, I, <laughs> hey, but people know I be telling the truth, man. They just don't want to <laughs> They just don't want to ride with a player, bro. They know I be telling the truth, man. Slash in today's NFL – Listen, Charlie Ward, Tommy Frazier, Jamil Holloway, Cordell Stewart, Vince Young, and today's NFL, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it, it would get ugly. It would get ugly fast in today's yeah, NFL. Cord, Cord, Cordell had a great on. I wish B. Dirt was here because we would go back to that to that when him and Michael Westbrook took Michigan to the house with no time left. No, to, to the house. <laughs> to the house. Get him out of here. You know, in the real. in in the big house, yeah, 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 in the yeah. big house, yeah. But yeah, man. So real quick on the Browns, man. 
We all know they signed Zaterius Smith. Is that is that a difference maker? Yes. Him him on one edge and Clowney not Clowney. Um, Garrett. he's a clown. Garrett Miles Garrett on the other. Yes. You, you you can't. It's nothing to sneeze at when you got two All Pro defensive ends. I mean, come on, bro. Right. And, it's, okay. and he's he's yeah, not clown either. The question was difference maker. Does he make a difference? Um, That's true, Pay. I I don't know about much of a difference. I mean, it it becomes a bet. They they are better defense with him. How much yeah. better? Um, they they can solve some of that rushing some of that rushing woes they had last year. Yep. But you know, to the to the end of being a difference maker, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think he's still in that part of his career of you know making a difference. Uh, right. Okay. I, I, but I, but listen, I will say this. I will say it every week we're on the pod, all the way till we get to the season. Barring injury, at a pivotal position, the AFC North is the best division in football. Period. And it's then- not even. It's not even close. Right, the a- any team in the AFC North. Hey, it, it was it was it, it, it was actually ranked the best division of football by yeah. Pro Football Focus or NFL now. Somebody they was ranked number one division of football. What well, I'm glad that those folks at Pro Football Focus and NFL Network is listening to the Steel Curtain Homies podcast because we called that mess a while ago. The, the AFC North is the best division in football. It's, yeah. it's, not, tapes, it's not even close. It's not even close. They still in our taste and not giving us our credit. Yeah, we're the best division <laughs> in football. You know what I'm saying? And 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 by us being the best division in football, that means you're going to see the most competitive football. That means you're going to see the most grind football. That means you're going to see teams that know each other, and you're going to see great games. And anybody can win it in AFC North. Anybody, it doesn't matter. Everybody is good. Nobody sucks in the AFC North. Yeah, not not nobody sucks. You're right. Yeah. So and also the Browns, Jim Schwartz, and the defensive coordinator. Is looking at going. The Browns have the number six, six ranked overall secondary. Don't know who I'm quoting, either Pro Football Focus or somebody did a poll I was reading. Browns have the sixth best secondary in the NFL, and they're looking to go playing a lot, a lot more man, man coverage this year. Oh, oh, you know what that means, right? What's it mean, Big G? Kill the quarterback. <laughs> you go, man, you go, man, listen, and 11 personnel. With a good tight end, and you go man, that means you're single high. That that means that means you got him, you got him, you got him, you got him. Everybody else go kill the quarterback. That 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 means a lot. That means That's a lot because because most teams don't play. Most teams are scared to play single high. Good most thing teams are upgraded that offensive line then, right? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what they're saying. They're 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 letting it be known right off the bat. Man press. You got one safety. Everybody else going to kill the quarterback. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. So, you know, that, that that speaks volumes. That's letting you know what time it is early. Right. I got it. Okay, yeah. So, we'll see. It's going to be hard to man up. Everybody got receivers. Everybody loaded. I'd say the Browns have the, the, the weakest receiver room in the division. And they ain't trash. No, and they're not trash. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper. Cedric Tillman, Peoples Jones, and the dog tight end. Oh, they ready to roll. They ready to roll over there, man. Yeah, they nice. Deshaun Washington play all the games. Say again, play. Just need their quarterback to play all the games. That's it. Give them, give them, give them, give them some professional advice. Pay on what not to do. 
Uh, how about do all your um, recovery at the team facility? Correct. That'll be that'll be my professional <laughs> advice. Stay clear. <laughs> stay, stay clear. Stay out in the hotel rooms. Just yeah. do it in the locker room. Stay clear. Yeah. Right. Clear. Right. Right. Okay, let's touch on the Bengals real quick. Then we're gonna get on get on to the end like we do. We don't got no doing them dirty today. So, but the Bengals, man, the league should be on notice because Joe Burrow said he believes he's improve, improving, and and is looking to sign a team friendly contract. Oh, I don't know which part. League, right? I don't know which part I like better, Tate. That he got better. Or that he's taking a team-friendly contract. Uh, he, he looks better. I mean, physically, physically, yeah. he looks like he put that weight weight back on that he lost from his ap uh, apodectomy that he had last. Uh, yeah, last right before the season started. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, so he was, he he lost. You can tell he lost some weight from that, maybe twenty or so pounds. Yeah, um, but he looks jacked right now. He, he's a unit back yeah. there. So get ready, get ready, division. He's coming, Paul. Bro, the whole the whole division quarterbacks look like dog. We got Lamar Jackson, Kenny Pickett, Deshaun Watson, and Joe Burrow in the division, and everybody that hit the weight room got in shape. Man, it, this is gonna be off the hook, man. I can't wait. I mean, I'm so excited. I wish football season started next week, man. I can't wait, man, because this yeah, gonna got, be some battles, bro. We got some time to wait. Hey, I mean, before, before we get to the, do I have anything else about the Bengals besides Joe Burrow? Nope, no. that was it. That was it for the Bengals. Yeah, and man down, be dirt, man down, <laughs> man down. Yeah, that's that's that that's a bingo too. Yeah. Hey, go, why don't y'all go ahead and read Felicia's comment there? It's like she, it's like she throws some spice out there in the whole division. Well, she said, "I'm sorry, but bubble guts. Jackson can't seal the deal in January. The Brown every season looks good on paper. Too bad it's on paper. Bengals is legit." And we're the underdog. Nah. Underdog I hear you. Uh, uh, nah. I, the, the, the division is some dogs. The division, I'm telling everybody in the division is some dogs. I mean, you you better you better get you better get a good nice rest, eat good all week, and game plan your behind off. Because if not, you're gonna take a L. And that's at the crib or away. Uh, boring injury? Oh man, this division is solid. Solid man, solid football. I can, like I said, I can't wait. Watch us yeah. mash everybody else in the NFL. We gonna mash every. I can't wait till we line up and play them scrubs and all them other divisions, and we get to punishing them. And they gonna be talking about the AFC North has made the biggest improvement, bro. We knew that was gonna happen from the beginning. Get up out of here, man. Right. We knew what time it was. Well, last year I thought it was we were second. I thought the AFC West was gonna be better than it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Thanks and, a lot, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Russ, but Russ gonna be back. But I think I think Jimmy G gonna bring him down this year. Yeah, dumpster fire. I think the Raiders might be a six win team. Yeah, going for Caleb Williams. Going for Caleb. <laughs> Caleb Williams two sweepstakes going on in Las Vegas, but, Minnesota. Uh, where else? Washington. <laughs> Las, Caleb Williams sweepstakes. What? Yeah, Caleb Williams. They going for it. Let's get him. Drake, Harrison. Drake, Drake, Drake from North Carolina ain't a bad, ain't a bad second option either, though. You know, Tate, I'm about to be real biased, man. I like Drake a uh -huh. lot. What do you know? You know where this is going, Pay. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going number two overall in the draft. Uh -huh. 
Marvin, let me let me explain something. If there's any way possible, outside of us just being horrible, that we could get Marvin Harrison Jr. in Pittsburgh. Any way po- I don't care. As long as we don't have to tank to get him, whatever we got to give up, give it up to get him. He's that good. Him and him, him and George Pickens. Oh my gosh. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the best NFL receiver since Randy Moss. You heard it here on the Homies Podcast. I know it's hey. Ohio State, but he's going to be the best receiver since Randy hey. Moss. Hey. Not already. Don't don't even trip. I got hey. it. What 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 do you what do you be doing, man? Just go off the rails, man. He man. just said a kid, great as he is, still in college, gonna be the best wide receiver since Randy. Randy and you're gonna get a three-peat at rookie of the year from Buckeyes for rookie of the year offensive. You got Garrett Wilson one, Jackson Smith and Juke is gonna win it this year, and Mars gonna win it the year after that. Watch what I tell you. Watch y'all gonna be calling me Nostrogius. <laughs> Nostro Gius. They're going to be like, gee, how did you know? Hey, man. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up, man. Hey, Big G, since, since, since you on a roll, go ahead and give us your, your burner for the week, man. Sound like you just did. But I'm sure you got something re- ready, locked and loaded, ready to go. Man, you know how I, I keep hot spice around here, man. I keep <laughs> hot spice, man. So, so my burner for this week, my burner for this week is that I believe that the AFC as a conference – has caught up with the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs are as head of tails above probably seven to eight AFC teams this year. And I do not believe that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I think that there's seven to eight teams that they've caught up. There's teams that's caught up with them based on what happened in draft, based on what happened in free agency. And I look for a new representative to come out of the AFC this year to represent the Super Bowl. And it's probably going to be the team that wins the AFC North. It's probably going to be a team. I'm willing to say that right now. The barring injury and all whatever else, the AFC champion is probably going to come out of the AFC North. Spicy, spicy, spicy. Put that on your tacos. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hey, before I go, you pay for the – say it with your chest, man. Great, stick it out there. I want to tell – Everybody in your life, chat. Thanks for joining. But hey, man, if you, if you haven't like 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 this show, go and hit the like while we still here. Please go ahead and hit it. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Steel Curtain Network. We go through this every week. You know the ones on on on, on YouTube on Monday. Start with the Hangover on Tuesday. The Scobro Show on Wednesday. The Curtain Call on Thursday. The Preview. With Bad Jeff and Dave. And then on Friday, we're rolling with the homies. Yeah, for sure. And then all the different audio podcasts, man. You got your F you got your FSSM podcast over the NFL. They uh KT Smith and them just finished up everybody's draft grades and stuff like that. Listen to that. I listen to to uh Jeff's Ride or Die crew every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Bad language. You got you know, it's got all you got the uh, Jim Wexel podcast. Just yeah. check out all the audio shows too, and 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 download them, and just let them play on your phone. Even if you're not listening to them, just just download and walk away if you don't got time to listen. Do what you got to do, but just let it play on your phone. But okay, after saying all that, pay. Just gonna say it with your chest, man. Listen, AFC North has arguably the best defensive player, 
arguably the best running back, a top five receiver, two top five quarterbacks, and, and another defensive player who's constantly in defensive player of the year conversations. And yet not no one in this division got more than four primetime games. Agreed. Less than the Packers. What studio executive demanded more Packer games? Give me his name. <laughs> Half the country is lactose intolerant. No one even likes cheese. Hey, he's this. <laughs> he's dumpster fire, man. Go and call him out. Who is look, he? Whoever the executive is, oh, okay. sign him yeah, to the yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, and don't get me started. Don't get me started on the Jets. They also got more than the AFC North. They got another five, five primetime games. Whatever NFL schedule makers deciding that they needed more TV time just because they signed Mushroom Magoo, he also he or she also be locking themselves in closets over the weekend in the dark. For real. And look, but I'm fine with the abundance of Cowboy games during primetime because that's just a good sitcom that gets better every year. I'm, I'm, fine with that. I'm, sure, I'm sure all of you all are fine with that too. But hey, – Hey, I'm going to bet Maude to wear the cone of shame this year if the Dallas lose certain games. He's going to have to wear the cone of shame. We're going to wear a cone of shame on the show and the know-it-alls, man. Cowboy Games is good sitcoms. Yeah. But what yeah. they need is a documentary about how the best division in football, this one right here, the AFC North, got a shorter end of the primetime stick than Ashwagandha Aaron. Someone sir. Yes, sir. Pay, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm with I'm with you too. I just I just happen to notice that it's gonna the 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 ability to flex games is a lot more flexible. No pun intended. Flexible this year, and I think we'll see that happen as the season goes on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, pay. I certainly agree with you. But hey, everybody, thanks for watching. We got a couple great show compliments. Tim Lyon says, "What Tim say? He say he only listen why." That's he said, bias. I only listen to y'all. That's enough bias for me. I feel you, Tim. Man, it ain't bias, Tim. Come on, bro. You Appreciate you, man. You, you listen to the know-it-alls, Tim. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the thing, too. I mean, check check all of us out. We Steeler fans, Steeler show, but support pay on the Bear bear Claw, right? The Bear Claw at Hallis Hall. Check us out. The Bear Everywhere Claw at Hallis Hall. Everywhere you find your yeah. FSSN family of podcasts. Yeah, man, I'm listening to y'all too, man. Y'all y'all, y'all sound really good, man. Y'all sound Appreciate really good. It. And me, me and Big G on our Know It All podcast. And then also on the FSSN is our Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Yeah, we still doing that even though them bums got put out the playoffs way back in round one. We still finding content. We, we, we tearing the team down and trying to tell – Kobe Altman and the management in Cleveland, how to build it up. Yes, sir. Yeah, and check us out here every Friday on the Homie Podcast. Uh, we actually going to be doing the Know-It-All show tonight, me and Big G. Be sure to check it out on, on the, know, the Know-It-Alls, spelled just like that, K-N-O-I-T-A-L-Z, on YouTube later this evening. Be sure to check that out. Any, anything you guys want to say before we get out of here? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. I'm ready to take it home. Pay, hey, do what you do, bro. Get us out of here. Arrest Brett Favre. Peace.